Hello, I'm Lori Alvarez, and I welcome you to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. This is where I will share my story, knowledge, wisdom, and the legacy in real estate, and my family, all boldly wrapped up in one with you. So let's get started. Hello, hello, it's Lori Alvarez and Amy Cruz. We are on the podcast this week, and we were just going to chat about, yeah, the real estate news today. (laughs) The real imagine, surprise, surprise. imagine real estate. So, kind of in the headlines today, do you all know? She did not know that there's a news app on I've her Apple never, iPhone. Never touched that app before. So, if you didn't know that, not that this is a commercial for the Apple phone, <laughs> but I love my real estate Apple news because it just kind of really curates the news in real estate for just me. So for all you listeners out there who like real estate news and think that real estate news is great, you should check it out because I love it. I think it's fantastic. And so on the top, on the top, top of the news feed today, it comes up with local malls stuck in death spiral plunge in value. When's the last time you were at the mall, sister? Um, Mother's Day, actually. Oh. And I just ran into one specific store that I wanted and and ran out, and that was it. She is the better (laughs) daughter of us. I never buy mom a Mother's Day gift. Oh, my gosh. Don't say that. (laughs) You swear. It's the truth. But really, I mean, how many... I for myself, too. Oh, well, you know. Okay. (laughs) That's great. I haven't been to the mall in... Honestly, I want to say probably like four years. Dang, that's a really long time. I, I'm going to tell you, I love Instacart. I yeah, love sure Amazon. Do. I love Amazon too. I like anything that curates just for me. And um, let's see, when I do go to a physical store, which I just did go, remember I just told yeah, you. Yep, that's right. I love, everyone always asks me, Lori, where do you get your super cute dresses and so forth? Uh, I love um, Nordstrom's Rack yeah. and Nordstrom's. That is your store. When it's on sure. sale. <laughs> and uh, I like boutiques. Those are my things. Yes. Going to the mall, uh, I'm probably not the person to go to the mall. This is the reason why. I worked in the mall for 15 years. Mm-hmm. If you all didn't know that about me, I worked in the mall for 15 years. Yeah. So we are seeing a lot of difference, though, in um, all the local malls, right? They're very yeah. different. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how was the experience when you were just, I mean, you were just there um, for being a mall shopper? I mean, it's- I feel like still kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, like I, I went in specifically just for one store because I needed something day of, I didn't have time to wait mm-hmm. to order it online. Cause I, I waited till last minute, yeah. to, you know? So, but I mean, it's still the same. I was a little more annoyed though. Like I had to get out, go all the way into the store, find the store, like, you know, ordering online and all that stuff is just so much easier. And I've got to tell you, I think the reality is when people go into the mall, I mean, I would have this perspective. If I'm actually physically going to show up in your space, I want an experience now. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Otherwise, I don't need your grumpy salespeople. I don't need your lines. I don't need your drama because I can Amazon Prime it tomorrow. Yeah. So give me an experience. Give me a salesperson who actually is informed and will be like, oh, you know what? I just saw this and I think this, this, and this, and this would be a great fit for you. Yeah. And then provide that type of experience. Totally. That's how I am when I show up at the store, if I actually show up in a store. Yeah. And that was the type of salesperson I was as well. Yeah, for sure. Right? Mm -hmm. That was just the experience that I provided. So I think that um, real real estate, physical real estate, brick and mortar, you need to provide quite an experience for now. Sure. For sure. It's one of the reasons why I enjoy Nordstrom's. And even Nordstrom's Rack, like they have great experience. Um, I Oh, I donated a pair of shoes to the local school at the Nordstrom's Rack the other day. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, when, I, cool. when I made my purchase. And what was great was the, age, the agent, <laughs> the lady behind the counter, she was great at doing it too. And she made me feel so good because yeah. she like shook this thing and made all kinds of noise. And you uh. know... Because she did that, like she had five or six other people who donated shoes as well. Right? Very cool. So I say that to say you need to make sure you're giving a great experience. For sure. Now, I was just in uh, 7 Eleven. I think I just talked about this. (laughs) Not to me. I don't know. What Uh, happened at 7 Eleven? The girl was like, girl, just use the self-checkout. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't I just talk about that? Yeah, well, I, I was like, bits and pieces of it. Like, what the heck? Why am I coming to 7-Eleven? <laughs> Sheesh, 7-Elevens are not going to have people behind the register when they're just like, go to the self-checkout. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, wow. I don't know. All right, so I love this next headline right here. The three advantages of choosing a home equity loan over a HELOC. So confusing right there. Can you explain the difference for us? Right? A little bit. HELOC, home equity line of credit. You all have a ton of equity right now. That's in the name of a HELOC, right? Right. You all do. You have a ton of equity right now because pricing is so high in California. And so when you pull a home equity line of credit, which is also known as a HELOC, that means you can, like a credit card, borrow X amount and then use a little over time and not have to use it all at once. Okay? That's what a HELOC is. And so with a HELOC, the interest rate generally is revolving and changes all the time, depending one on how much you have as a balance out. Now, back in the day when the market crashed in 2008 or so, I had a home equity line of credit. And you know when the market's crashing or changing because all the banks Close those babies down. Oh, man. And scary. they did. They closed my HELOC. You just get a notice from the bank that says, HELOC now closed. Right? Wow. Mm-hmm. So then what is a home equity loan 
Doesn't it sound exactly the same? Totally does. As a HELOC, <laughs> I would think, oh my God, it made me click on the article and read it a couple of times. And so I got it. A home equity loan is when you say like, hey, by the way, I want to put a pool in. So I'm going to go ahead and take out a home equity loan for 130000 because pools are so expensive these oh days. Gosh, it's crazy. So expensive. And uh, you take all the money out at once. You use it all at once. And then you make payments back to it. So that secures that home equity loan all at once. Whereas a HELOC is like a credit card can go over time and you use a little here and a little there and you don't use it all at once. So that's the difference between a home equity loan and a HELOC. That's interesting. So now you need to reach out to your local bank to see exactly which one would be a best fit for you if you were to use it. Why would someone want to, per se, use a home equity line of credit or a HELOC, or a, which I just said twice, yeah. or a home equity loan? Why would someone want to do that? Well, like you said, everybody has a ton of equity right now. Well, mm-hmm. Most people do. Mm-hmm. Updates in your home. Yeah. Re- remodeling. You could remodel. You could update, upgrade, make it better. But why not just refinance and take cash out? Oh, Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. Refinancing to today's interest rates. Oh, yeah. Killer, right? Yep. Especially if you, for sure, have that unheard of 2.3% or whatever Mm -hmm. it was, right? Exactly. Whereas when you do this home equity line of credits or these home equity loans, they do not impact your current interest rate. So just a note to self, right? If you have the ability to, we're going to be big believers in don't finance, don't finance, don't finance. Pay cash, pay cash, pay cash. And there's a lot of people out there who don't have the ability to, or they have a lot of equity. And you might want to go out and buy a second property or third property or a fourth property, right? Because as we know, real estate is very limited right now for for all types of properties. So, oh yeah, look at Fortune says the office glut could help ease the nation's acute housing market shortage by this real estate developer says Resi Conversions. Interesting. They're talking so much about this. I know, sister, you don't spend a lot of world in the commercial world. No, I don't. Um, now with me having a new commercial division in the office, yeah. I do spend a lot more time learning and understanding commercial real estate. And that is the talk. that they're, they're going to turn a lot of these offices in downtown L.A. into little residential commercial spaces wow i'm excited to see the revitalization of la and everything's gonna happen that's gonna be pretty cool yeah right i mean nobody goes to the office anymore a lot of people work remote so they do wasted space i guess and a lot of talk is when they do go back into office because a lot of people are going back to office 
a lot of talk is that they're going to they're going to go ahead and move into spaces that are closer to where their employees people work so more out of la and into the suburb areas oh interesting which means people are going to want that fourth room, that fifth room. Yeah. What for? Uh, extra office space. Office, home Zoom home office, room, yeah. Google Meet room. And I got to tell you, not having that room in my current home right now, mm-hmm. that's a little bit of a struggle. Mm-hmm. It really is, especially when you've got littles like me. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you have a physical brick and mortar office to go to, yes, huh? Yes. Yep. It makes the difference. So I love this one. Here's another one. Texas is still a magnet for international home buyers, even as such sales are slowing across the U.S. So I was just re- recently listening in on another podcast, and the word is in Texas that there are certain areas that they have an overabundance of inventory now. It's oh. slowed down. So we'd love to hear your feedback for all our Texas listeners to see what you're actually really experiencing. And we've got a great Texas partner agent, a few of them that we love, um, that have some feedback for us. But that is what they're saying, is that sales are slowing there. And the reality is, are sales slowing here? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. When a house comes on the market, it's taking about two weeks to sell. And we don't have nearly as many motivated buyers as we did. Definitely not all the offers, Mm -mm. you know, like before. It's still a lot of offers, but not like it was before. before. Yeah. Because it's just a little bit more money Mm -hmm. to go ahead and make that purchase. Just a little bit. So the Calgary real estate market has the busiest July on record as benchmark prices jump again. We over here at Real Estate Resolved had a benchmark July as well, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. We rock and rolled over here at our real estate brokerage. Our agents were in production and were busy selling their own houses mm-hmm. or selling someone else's houses. Yeah. <laughs> we were busy, busy, busy. And it just made great sense. And we just love all the homeowners who got to make that move. We celebrate them and um, just are thrilled to see them make their moves, right? Absolutely. Lots of fun. What's uh, one thing that stood out from you over the last month? What's one thing you learned during one of your real estate transactions? Um, well, there was one that Mm -hmm. I was, I think a little more emotionally, emotionally attached Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. for this particular buyer Mm -hmm. and, um, helping her through some personal hoops to jump through, you know, so that, that was a interesting experience and I loved that I was able to be that person to help her through it. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the one thing, like a lot of people who are single, who are buying real estate, they don't want to do it alone. And you're not when you've got your real estate professional that you really bond and connect with. Totally. 
I mean, we had that conversation earlier in our sales meeting, right? right? When we were discussing like, oh, okay, why should I get this house or not get that house? It really is an ongoing conversation. Yeah. So you need to talk with people who are just there to support you and walk you through the process. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So I love this. Um, according to the Daily Mail... Uh, there are 10 states where homes are taking longest to sell. 10 states. And the 10 states they are, oh no, Not number us. 10, Alabama. <laughs> I was just talking with someone yesterday about how they would love to move to Alabama. Well, friend, now's the time to do it because they are taking the longest wow. to sell their homes. Does it say their average days on market there? Oh, let's see what it says for Alabama. Let's see. Now nope, right. it doesn't give, give that. Down. Okay, Alabama's number yeah, 10. Yeah, Alabama is number 10. Number nine comes in at, oh, we had clients move there. They left San Dimas and they went to the great big state of Montana. Montana is, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful too. Oh my gosh. She sent me a picture of the ranch that they bought. Oh, how pretty. Wow. And the sun sets in Montana. Wow. This was two years ago. Okay. Now would be the time to move to Montana. That's for sure. Let's see what number eight is. What's number eight? Number eight, according to this, number eight. Oh, Arkansas. Our dad, my dad, my dad. We have two different dads. My dad's ex is from Arkansas. That's all I know about Arkansas. <laughs> I don't know anything else. And I don't have any clients that move there yet either. No. Nope. None, nope. right? So I can understand why. It's taken a long time to sell. We don't know anyone there. Yeah. The Alvarez's, the cruises haven't hit it over there. The real estate <laughs> resolved hasn't made it over there. Okay, what were we on? That was number eight. Okay, number seven. Number seven. Ooh, it's not South Dakota. It's North Dakota. Woo, good job. North Dakota is coming in at number seven as one of the longest places to sell your home. Mm. Guess what number six is? Everyone wants to go there. My Nico wants to go there. New York? New York. Good auntie. I know. <laughs> New York is the number six place wow. longest I, I'm place surprised by i feel like right there's so many people like new york is isn't it so congested i mean i don't yeah. really know i'm not sure but i don't know i'm, I'm not ryan serhant however if you haven't read ryan serhant's book we have it right here where is it here it is there right it is here. yeah don't take down your whole shelf <laughs> let me tell you fantastic book Big money energy, and I recommend it to everyone out there that is uh, looking to do sales. 
Okay. Really, truly do sales. doesn't matter if you're in real estate or not. And we give it to Ryan Serhant over in New York. He is fantastic at everything that he brings to our real estate culture. Yeah, Grateful sure. and thankful. Fantastic. Especially for a real estate brokerage like mine. So thank you. Right? Let's see. Okay, number five. Number five. What is number five? Oh, Florida. 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 Really? I love Florida. Have you been? Super humid. Oh, I love Florida. I loved it. (laughs) Taking a long time to sell houses in Florida. Okay. Okay. Number five. Number four. New Mexico. I don't know anyone. No, we did have one set of clients who moved to New Mexico and they came back. Number three, we have clients there. They bought on the lake. Oh, we have two sets of clients there. Mississippi. Number three is Mississippi. Number two, Louisiana. We don't have any clients in Louisiana. I don't think so. And I know nothing about Louisiana either. Neither do I. Not a darn thing. (laughs) But I do know number one. Here's number one. Mom likes to go there all the time. Um... Can't be Texas. Hawaii. Come on. there all the time. Mom loves Hawaii. Oh, no. Mom's been there lots of times. What are you talking about? When? Her and her dude go all the time. To Hawaii? Yes. No, they don't. Yes. And she went with her previous dude. Okay, so Hawaii is number one. Hawaii is number one. You know what's kind of interesting, too, is we have clients right now who are, so I think they're making a great move right now. Mm -hmm. They're selling their property here in California. We'll end on this note. They're selling their property here in California so that they can reinvest in Hawaii in a vacation rental over there. Oh, that's real smart. Yeah. And because they have a rental property here, they feel as if they will net more money by doing a vacation rental in Hawaii. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Seems to work for them. Plus, then they get to go vacation rental over there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have another client who just recently, in this last seven months, bought a a very, very pristine luxury property over in Hawaii, and they got a rocking price on it. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Beautiful views, too. And um, I'm hoping I get the invite to come see them soon because they do have a casita. (laughs) Actually, I have been invited. We just haven't went yet because we're busy selling real estate over here and taking care of all of you guys out there who are listening. So we appreciate you. We're extremely grateful. And there's so much going on in the real estate market. And you can hear so many crazy ads out there. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation today. Because this morning when I got in the car, do you know what I heard? What? The real estate market is crashing. So you should invest in coins. Coins? Coins. <laughs> That's interesting. When you read these ads, you read these stories, be open to what does your local agent have to share yeah, about that. Sure. 
because the reality is all these ads and all these stories, they're fantastic. They make great sense and they give you another perspective. But then you need to come back to your local market or the local market you want to invest in and have the conversation with your local real estate agent. That would be us over here at Real Estate Resolved. Thanks so much. Thank you. I'm Lori Alvarez, and you've been listening to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. You can follow me and check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LoriAlvarez.net. And if you haven't clicked on that subscribe button, hit it now, and let's boldly do life together.